and we're live. I didn't even get to sit down yet. Well, you were in the process of sitting Ugh. down. I didn't even get to let the dog out or tell her to go lay down or anything. Go lay down. <sighs> Good evening, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the podcast from P-Town. I'm your exhausted co-host today. It's been a long day, an even longer day. And here's your host. Say hi, host. Hi. Hi, ho. Hi, host. Hi, host. I'm not your as exhausted host. Well, good. Why are you exhausted? My day was very grueling mentally. And so my brain capacity is like at zero right now. My day was grueling mentally. I sat at work all day and thought of all the ways I love you and it just wore me out. You're so full of crap. I could have. You didn't. You don't even think of me through the day. Yeah, I do. Like, hey, I wonder what my wife's cooking for dinner tonight. Yeah, that doesn't count. No, I actually, I didn't think of that once at all today, to be honest with you. Well, you didn't think about the ways you could love me either. Maybe I did. I doubt it. Anywho. Um, Anywho. The news correspondent was really on the ball. He got me the news you can use before I even left work today. Wow. Thank you, news correspondent. We appreciate that. He must have been really busy. Yeah. So, let's get right into it. Um, It says, Texas to arrest and deport illegal migrants. In a new challenge to the federal government's immigration authority, Texas has taken illegal immigration laws into its own hands. The state lawmakers have approved a bill that would allow police to arrest illegal migrants. Also, this bill gives the local judges the power to order their deportation. Oh. This uh, new law is a different ball game, as it would empower all police in Texas to arrest migrants suspected of illegally entering the country. In addition, the offense would be a misdemeanor, and a judge could order the defendant to leave the country. Wow. Which, I don't, I mean, I'm all for it, but I don't understand how they can overcome, uh, override federal laws or whatever. You know what I mean? Federal overrode state. Yeah, I thought so too. But it's kind of, I don't know. And I realized why he got me the news so quickly, because he only wrote down one stupid news story. Well, maybe he had things to do. I mean, he's got a life, too. Nah. <clears throat> Podcasting is my life. It is not. I think I'd produce a better podcast. If what? If it was my life. I doubt it. Maybe if you make enough money, I could stay home, and then I could oh my start. Gosh. I could have my podcast channel up, and I could <sighs> create TikToks for a podcast, and I could no. do OnlyFans, and... Everything. Sound like a good idea? No. Um, so deaths this week evidently is a focus on music. Wait. There's other news. Oh, we have other news. Like what? Like the Beavers head coach dipping out. Oh, right before they played the game? Yeah. Oh, and the Eagles won again in a uh, tight one. Uh-huh. And Jake Elliott kicked a 53-yard or 59-yard field goal in the rain. Yeah. And Amendola kicked a or missed a 48-yard field 58. goal or 58 in the sun. Yeah, I know. And he put, got put on waivers. I don't understand what that means. He's getting sent back to the practice squad, maybe. Why? Because he missed he, a 58-yard field goal. Well, I think he missed two field goals that oh. game. Well, there's yeah. That. Oh, so they weren't too happy with that. Oh, I thought. But uh, anyhow. What other news that we had? What was it? Um, we had a busy Thanksgiving weekend. Yes, we did. 
We found out that we're not as young as we used to be. Yeah, that's true. I went and picked up a dead body. Okay, that's... We don't need to talk about that. That's not... We're not talking about... Well, I guess that goes along with the deaths, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So, Brian Godding, who is 78, he is a Welsh jazz rock guitarist with Blossom Toes and Centipede. What? says, Blossom Toes were a British psychedelic pop band active between 66 and 70. The band's debut album, We Are Ever So Clean, was included in Record Collector's List of the 100 Greatest Psychedelic Records. Didn't know there was one. Between 66 and 70? Yeah. Oh, wow. Gene Knight was 80, was an American singer from Mr. Big Stuff. Dead. Jordy Walker, 64, English guitarist from Killing Joke and songwriter... Love Like Blood and 80s, Complications from a Stroke. Julia Julio Anderson. Julio? Julio? Julio Anderson was 74. He was a Chilean, Chilean bass guitarist from Los Hayavas. Is dead. Horatio Malvacino, 94, was an Argentine jazz and tango guitarist and composer. Dead. Morton... We're doing the deaths. You don't need to say they're dead. We get it. Morton Omlid, 62, Norwegian blues guitarist. Mars Williams, 68, American saxophonist. The Waitresses, the Psychedelic Furs, Liquid Soul, died from ampullary cancer. Amp? Ampullary. Ampullary. What's that? Uh, maybe he had something amputated and got cancer in it. That's a thing. Les McGuire was 81. He was an English musician from Jerry and the P Pacemakers. Maybe it was geriatric and the pacemakers. You get it? Huh? Mm -hmm. uh, George Cohon, Cohon was 86. He was an American-born Canadian fast food executive, founder of McDonald's Canada and McDonald's Russia. Died. Huh? Stravinsky was 27, was an American thoroughbred racehorse, an American-bred Irish-trained thoroughbred racehorse and sire. He ran disappointingly over distances of seven furlongs and one mile in early 1999. He reverted to sprint distances to record impressive wins in the July Cup and the Nunthorpe Stakes, earning the title of European champion sprinter. At the end of the season, he retired to stud where he had some success as a sire of winners. Oh, well, good. Yay. <clears throat> Mark Thorpe, 77, was an American visual effects artist with Star Wars Raiders of the Lost Ark He's creator of Robot Wars, died of complications from Parkinson's disease. Hey, I wonder if he was related to Jim Thorpe. Wasn't mm. he the guy, the football player? Mm -hmm. that He was a kicker or something? And he wore the different shoe? Wasn't that the guy? No, that was uh, Jack Dempsey. Oh. Jim Thorpe was possibly the greatest athlete to ever live. Oh. He was an Indian. Yes. And he uh, played professional football, baseball. Basketball, I think. He went in the Olympics. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh. He won gold in the Olympics, I'm pretty sure. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Um, and if you hear that noise in the background, that is the black lab who's decided to chew on her bone. But the yellow one's laying in front of the fire. So, so there's that. I'll deal with the black one. Oh, speaking of black ones, uh, Derek Chauvin, the guy who, the cop that killed George Floyd, he got stabbed in prison on Thanksgiving. And got taken to the hospital, and I think he's probably all right, but... I thought he was in protective custody. Can't they put him in protective custody? Okay. I, 
you know, I don't know. I got kind of mixed feelings about that because he's kind of like a walking target in prison oh, if he's released to, like, general population. Yeah. But also, if you can't do the time, don't do the crime. Well, I, that's a tough one. Yeah. Anyhow. All right. What would you say if I said, do you want to hear a joke? I'd say probably not because it's not going to be appropriate. Well, it's a listener joke. By who? Who requested it? The news correspondent sent it to me the other day. We know how this works out. And it, it was a joke that I... It didn't come across as a joke, but then after I read the punchline, I realized it was a joke. And I didn't think about it. And I'd heard the joke. It's kind of like a joke about a candy bar. I didn't laugh, but I kind of snickered. But... Have you ever heard of reverse exorcism? No. It's when Satan tells the priest to get out of the child. That was from your news correspondent? Mm-hmm. You're a horrible person. Both of you. Pretty funny, wasn't it? <clears throat> that's disgusting. I don't see how that's funny at all. I thought it was... Nobody laughed. I bet... He'll have to wait. Chester's calling. Well, or I think you should. Just, I think you should put the uh, podcast on mute for or on, mute on for a second. I will message him and say recording. There. Yeah, so he's going to call me next. So, anyhow, um, you'll probably answer too. I told you to put it on hold, and we could <laughs> visit for a second. Our fans are way too important. Now, he texted me and said, um, he said, okay. I could have told you that. Yeah. Okay. So, starting off this week, we're going to start off with another state. Oh, by the way, um, I have got, I'm working on next week's, uh, episodes, mm-hmm. episode, and it very well could be the last episode of this song. Of all these towns. So then we get to start talking about something new. But I don't know what we're going to talk about. I don't know what we're going to talk about. (laughs) Okay. Nebraska. The Cornhuskers. state. Uh, It's the 16th largest state by area, um, but by population, it's the 37th most populous. The population is only around 1.9 million, which... A lot of these flyover states seem like they're kind of... Why do you call it a flyover state? Because they're all... That's what they call, like, the states in the middle of the United... You fly over them to get to someplace else. Nobody really goes to these states that much. That's why they're called flyover states? Yeah. I had no idea. Um, this area had been settled for quite some time, but in 1819, they built the first army post west of the Mississippi at Fort Atkinson. Mississippi. Um, and that kind of started things off in the area. It began to grow more around 1848 when the gold rush started and people began heading west. In 1854, the government created the Kansas and Nebraska territories. And Nebraska, it was actually a pretty large territory. It included parts of uh, Colorado, Wyoming, Montana, North Dakota, and South Dakota. Um, so it covered a pretty good chunk. It's kind of like back in the beginnings of Oregon and stuff. I think it was Wasco County. Covered from, like, up by Wasco, maybe, clear to, like, Utah or something like that. Oh, yeah, we talked about 
talked about that. Remember one that? Point. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then came the dark times in the 1860s. The U.S. government forced a lot of the natives there to cede their lands and move on to reservations. Hmm. And this is when the Homestead Act came around, and uh, more settlers began moving in. Um, was the Homestead Act for the settlers or for the natives? No, it was for the settlers. Yeah. You could basically um, giving land to the settlers. You had to work the land for a certain number of years or something like that, and then the land was basically deeded to you. Gotcha. Or given to you. Right. Yeah, so the end is they kind of got screwed they up. Got, on, they had it taken from them. Yeah, so they got their land removed from them, and then they were forced to move. Um, but it did um, cause an influx of people, and by 1867, Grant, uh, Nebraska was granted statehood. Uh, the capital of the territory was originally Omaha, but once it became state, they moved the capital to Lancaster, and then they renamed it to Lincoln after Abraham Lincoln uh, had recently been assassinated. And it really blew people's minds when they changed the name. Stop. That was disgusting. When they discovered the prairies there were good for cattle grazing, the population <clears throat> ended up booming. And by the 1880s, there was around 450,000 people living there. And then as population goes, it continued to grow to what we have today. Um, and that's kind of it as far as the history goes. There's some more, but it wasn't really that interesting to me. A ton of their economy is based in agriculture. Uh, they're a large producer of beef and pork oh. and corn. They also have a pretty large transportation, manufacturing, and telecom sectors. Um, insurance has a fair market share as well, like Mutual of Omaha. Oh, yeah. Um, Kool-Aid and Vice Grips were also first created here. Kool-Aid? Yep. And Vice Grips. And Vice Grips. Interesting. Yeah. It's also home to Berkshire Hathaway. It's a horse. No. It's an investment group. Okay. Um, <laughs> maybe they invest in horses. It's the guy, the uh, oh shoot, who's that guy who owns it? I don't know, Berkshire. No, he's Hathaway. like the richest man in the United States or something. I kind of know that. He's ah, uh, crap. The guy, when I worked for Apple, uh, the head of Apple, Tim Cook, was friends with him, and he said it drove him crazy because the old fart still used a flip phone, he wouldn't switch over to an iPhone. Well, good for him. He owns like he owns Berkshire Hathaway, he owns like John Deere. He owns some railroads. No, 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 no. Gosh, darn it. I Wait, no, is it? Hey, Siri. Who owns Berkshire Hathaway? Berkshire Hathaway is an investment company mostly owned and controlled by Warren Buffett. Warren oh, Buffett. This is from Wikipedia. Thank you, Siri. You're welcome. Um, Does she call, still call you Big Daddy? Hey, Siri, what's my name? You're rich, but you asked me to call you Big Daddy. See, Welcome to my life, people. Um, Cabela's and Bass Pro Shops are from here. Oh. And Hornady has their headquarters oh, there it's... as well. Yeah. Yeah, I got some in the other room there. Yeah. And I got some reloading dice for them, too. Yeah. Uh, they don't have any professional sports teams <coughs> in the whole state, but they do have the Cornhuskers for college sports. Yeah. Um... And the Cornhuskers usually have some decent sports teams in some sports. As for notable people from here, uh, there's quite a few, actually. Uh, Crazy Horse the... was originally from here, the Indian. Yep. Uh, Gerald Ford. President. Fred Astaire. Dancer. Marlon Brando. Actor. Montgomery Clift. 
Writer. Actor. James Coburn. Actor. Hilary Swank. Actor. Jo- Johnny Carson. Tonight Show. Larry the Cable Guy. Funny. Rick Evans. Ooh. Composer? Nope. Rick Evans? Yep. Writer? Nope. A jockey? Nope. An athlete? Nope. A circus monkey? Nope. I don't know. He was a singer oh. from Zager and Evans. They had the song in the year 2525. If, or in the year 2525. 20, if man is still alive, if woman can survive, they will thrive. In the year 3510. You've never heard that song? No. Anywho. You need to get out more. Apparently. That's what my coworkers tell me when I they talk about movies, and I'm like, I've never seen it. Uh, Warren Buffett is also from here. What? And we should probably quit that stupid dog from chewing on that bone. It's starting to annoy me now. Well, she'd stopped for a while. Yeah, but she keeps going, and it's... Oh, my gosh. Great. If I get bit... Take it away from her. I know. Just go in there like you're the man of the house. Well, I'm not the man of the house. I'm like you do with the rooster. Okay, so uh, that was all different people. Now we'll get into sports, which is my favorite section. And unfortunately, there wasn't, um, I was kind of unimpressed by it, actually. But Wade Boggs. Oh, yeah. Uh, Baseball. From, what team did he play for mostly? Yankees? Boston Red Sox. Mm. Brian Deegan. Nope, nope. Softball? You'll never get it. Okay. Motocross racer. Oh, yeah. Ted DiBiase. Sounds like a name more of an athlete. The Million Dollar Man. Professional wrestling. Okay. Steve Borden. Or better known as Sting. Oh, wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. Amon Green. Football. Gail Sayers. Football. Yep. And then there were a lot of baseball players, but... What else are you going to do in Nebraska? The, well, and they were all from a long time ago. And I don't follow baseball as much anymore as I used to. No. Uh, so that's pretty much it for Nebraska. And next, we're going to move on to another state. And now we're looking at Alaska. North. Uh, and it's huge. It's larger, larger than the next three largest states combined. So. Um, Alaska, really? Yeah. California, Texas, and Montana. All three of them combined. It's, it's not bigger than all three of them. Yes, it is. But the population is really low. I thought Texas the, was the largest. No. The population of the entire state is only around 736,000. Well, that's because it's freaking cold. Um, and this has been inhabited for thousands of years. This is where the land bridge uh, that was supposedly where the people crossed over onto the New World. And there's actually remains found up there of about a six-week-old infant. Does this have to do uh, with the Panagonian? What? The Pangean. Pangea? Yeah. No. Oh. That was down by the Mediterranean. Oh, the boys were talking about it. Our boys? Mm-hmm. Huh. Interesting. They were all Um, But they found a six-weeks-old six infant uh, remains, and it was genetically separate from any other tribes in the area. So they figured it had to come from someplace else, right? Yeah. Um. And over the years, there were tons and tons of indigenous tribes that inhabited over the years. 
Uh, they figure it first began colonized when some Russian ships came ashore on the Alaskan coast in 1648. And then over the next few hundred years, the British and Spaniards, uh, they'd made multiple trips here. But finally, in 1867, the U.S. purchased the land from the Russians for $7.2 million. Do you remember what the name of that purchase was? Not the Louisiana purchase. Nope. Steward's Folly. I never learned about it. Yes, you did. No, I did not. Everybody learned about it. You don't know that anymore. Um, but then in 1890s and uh, the early 1900s, there were multiple gold rushes to Alaska, which also led uh, to a, officially become a territory of the U.S. in 1912. And it stayed a as a territory until 1959 when it was granted statehood. Wow. Uh, there wasn't a whole lot of history about it, but one of the major historical places, things that happened here was the Good Friday earthquake in 1964. Oh. And it was a 9.2 on the oh Richter scale. Gosh. And it was the fourth largest quake ever recorded in history. That's the fourth largest? Yeah. Good golly. It lasted for over four minutes. Uh, there was only a supposed 133 deaths, but the damage done was immense. Uh, there were whole areas of land that, because of the tectonic plate mm -hmm. shifting, it raised them by 30 feet. Good golly. Yeah. Uh, they also found oil here, which is kind of like when they find, find gold. But the thing with the oil is uh, it's still a huge deal today. They're still doing a lot of oiling up there or drilling. drilling? Yeah. Oiling? Is that a word, really? Yeah. And it's actually funded much of the state from 1980 onward. Um, I think you actually get like $2,000 a year from the oil reserve wow. if you're a resident up there. And I'm not sure if it's 100% true or not because I couldn't find factual evidence. But I had a guy tell me when I was working up there, there's a place out there called uh, Hollis Island, Craig. And there was a restaurant there. And they said the gal that started the restaurant, she got her money by being a prostitute on the pipeline. Ew. And got enough money to start the restaurant. Oh, well. Yeah. Uh, they have a pretty diverse economy. They have a huge base in oil, but they also have fishing and tourism and things like that. Um, if you're going to travel up there, uh, obviously there's all sorts of stuff to do, but most of it's uh, outdoors type stuff, hunting, that fishing. Fishing, fishing is a big fishing deal. Fishing is a big fishing deal? Yeah. As for notable <laughs> people from here, uh, Jewel. Jewel. Billy Jewel? Jewel. Oh, Jewel. I thought you Jewel. said Joel. Jewel. Oh, okay. She's from here. Yeah, the, uh, the singer. Yeah. Uh, quite a few sled dog racers. Yeah. Well. Sarah Palin. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Holly Madison. Ooh. I don't know that one. She was Hugh Hefner's girlfriend. You would know that. And she lived in the Playboy Mansion. You and which is kind of weird because she was originally from Astoria. And then uh, her family moved up there, I think, and then they moved back or something like that. Hmm. Yep. Uh, Mel McDaniel. I feel like that's a singer. Baseball? No, it's not sports. No, he? singer. Okay, that's why. He said. was a uh, baby's got her blue jeans on. Chanel Preston, which I can't remember right, but I think that was another uh, woman of the darker films. Uh, Kurt Schilling. Oh, football. <laughs> Baseball pitcher. Robert Stroud. Uh, You'll never get it. He was the Birdman of Alcatraz. And Robert Hansen. A killer? Yep. 
he was oh. a silly serial killer. He'd pick up women off of uh, the... Uh, Bering Strait? No. There was a place in, like, Anchorage, I think, or uh, Juneau, where there's a bunch of, like, whorehouses down the road. And he'd pick up prostitutes there, take them to his airplane, take them out into the woods and kill them. And he had a family. Wait, hold on. He would take him to his airplane. Yeah. And then take him to the woods. Yep. Would he fly him up and dump him out? He'd fly him up there, and then he'd land out in the woods somewhere, I think, and then rape oh. him and kill him. Oh, who lands in the woods? Evidently, Robert Hansen. Hmm. Uh, so next, we're going to move on to Opelika, Alabama, and it's a fair-sized town of almost thirty-one thousand people. Um, we got this area uh, after a treaty that was signed with the Creek Nation, and evidently they kept the original Creek name for the place, which translates as Big Swamp. So I guess we know who came out on top on that deal. Hmm. Uh, the Creek were like, oh, yeah, we'll sell that place to you. Uh, it was chartered as a town in 1854. 1854. You little... Uh, still Maybe I should silence my phone. Yeah, think. Turn it on silent. <clears throat> you don't ever hear my phone go off. Okay. So, uh, so it was chartered as a town in 1854, and sure enough, the railroad came through, and so it began growing. Um, I'm getting kind of tired of talking about the railroad coming through and uh, helping everything. And hold on for just one quick second. And we're back. Uh, not sure where we left off at. We had to finally answer the phone call. Uh, so, anyhow, um, I was tired of talking about the railroad. Uh, one thing is enough, uh, or one thing about the railroad coming through there, and though, they end up having a lot of rapid growth there. And they, because the railroad was coming through, there end up being a lot of saloons and whatnot that catered to the railroad workers. And they would end up having frequent gunfights. And it got so bad that they would start telling the people that were riding the trains to keep their heads down below the windows as they went through town. Good grief. So they're afraid of getting hit by stray bullets. That's ridiculous. Grown men. Um, as for the economy, for a long, long time, the main economy thing was textile manufacturing, which seems to be kind of a big deal down in those areas. But they ended up shifting away from that, and they focused on other segments, uh, started getting... Uh, some new industry expansions going on, and they end up creating over 4,000 jobs wow. uh, in the area. Uh, another area, the largest employer, again, is the healthcare system. In Alaska? No, we're in Alabama now, oh, remember? Oh, Alabama, yeah. And then beyond that, it's pretty spread out. There wasn't uh, just kind of regular like manufacturing jobs and things like that. Um, it's a pretty normal town if you're going to visit there. They have uh, parks and shops and all that type of stuff, but nothing really out standing uh note for notable people there wasn't really any that uh were very interesting the only real name that i recognized was ladarius webb ladarius webb he was basketball a, nope he was a cornerback for the ravens oh. cornerback yeah and our final resting place this week is baraboo wisconsin baraboo and this one there really was not much on it it's just another normal town. They almost they have about thirteen thousand people living there. Uh, there's been settlements there for a long time, but it was finally incorporated as a village in 1866, and then as a city in 1882. Uh, the place started off having a lot of sawmills, 
uh, since the rivers were there to uh, transport all the logs and whatnot. Um, and then they had, again, they had the railroad come through there. And so it began to grow. They were able to transport the logs over uh, railways as well as uh, shipping. Uh, probably the most historical thing about this place is that in 1884, this is where the Ringling Brothers Circus started. And it actually caused a lot of other circuses to come to town, which helped earn it the nickname of Circus City. Oh. Yeah. Bear Boomer's concert. Yeah. I wonder if they have a lot of bearded ladies there. I don't know. And maybe. guy with a horn growing out his forehead or something. Yeah. Uh, Uncle, or Cousin Eddie's daughter could move up there. That's right. Yeah. Crazy eyes. Uh, Sirius Aircrafts were also started there. And... Uh, it's airplane manufacturing company. Yeah. Uh, couldn't find much more about the economy um, or about what to do while you're there. And as notable for notable people, it looks like there is um, a bunch of politicians from there. Really? For some reason, yeah, the whole list was like politicians. Oh. Um, but there was a guy from there named Bradbury Robinson. And talk about stats that people keep. He is noted as the first person to throw a forward pass in football. Seriously? Yeah. Somebody actually had a stat about that or something. Oh, my. Yeah. Interesting. So, anyhow, that's uh, pretty much it for this week. Another week of opening doors and having dogs and distractions and everything. I'm going to get a little tiny room. (laughs) And... I'm going to set up in there, and then you're going to set up someplace else, and you're going to deal with all that stuff, and I'm going to stay in my little sound-covered room. That's how the real podcasters do it. They put up, like, one guy podcasts in his clothes closet because the clothes dampen the extra sounds and stuff so much. Right. You should try that. Yeah. sit in the closet. I'm not quite ready to come out of the closet yet, though. Or go in it. Um, So, anyhow, uh, do you want to hear another joke? Nope. Because your first one was sicker than sick and disgusting. It wasn't that bad. It was horrible. Listeners, you heard the joke. You write in and tell the news host what, or the host what you think of it. You know, you call him guy with no arms or no legs in the ocean? Bob. Bob. You know, you call two guys with no arms and no legs hanging on your wall? Kurt. Kurt and Rod. Okay. So, oh, and uh, the news correspondent also told me at Thanksgiving that leper jokes never stop being funny. Leopard? Leper. Leper jokes. Leper. Yeah. What does the news correspondent know? Like, what does the leper tell the prostitute? Stop it. Keep the tip. So, anyhow, I hope I make it through the night. Ow. Sleep with one eye open. Absolutely should. And uh, the next time that uh, we record, I will probably end up being clean shaven by that point. Hallelujah. no shave November will be over with. And it's painful, people. But I'm not shaving everything. I'm going to shave down here, and then I think I'm going to grow a handlebar mustache. Don't, please. No. Why not? Oh, yeah. Or I could grow the big top. No. Or maybe I'll shave this and have like no. a Fu Manchu thing. Anywho, we hope everybody has a good night. Be safe. It's freezing. The temperatures are up there. Bring your animals in. Your lovely, lovely animals. 
and make sure everybody has fresh water. We're very spoiled here with our animals. Uh, do something nice for somebody. Today is Giving Tuesday, so if you haven't give, given, you can give to the Humane Society of the Ocho Coast. You can uh, either donate food or uh, they have a wish list on Amazon, and they also have a wish list on Chewy.com. We just did it. And so anyhow. Other than that, we're pretty much done for. Yep. Yeah, and stay tuned. Uh, if we end up recording next week, if I get all this uh, research done, uh, I'm going to start needing some ideas because uh, we'll finally be done with this stupid song because I'm tired of just sitting here and <coughs> talking about towns that I really don't care much about. Okay, well, on that note, au revoir. Bye.